0: It's time once again on this Saturday morning for a bit of a wine chat with our friend from Haskell's, Jack Farrell. Good morning, Jack. It's going to be another steamy week. Indeed, a very steamy week ahead, Denny. And that's why I thought I would talk about the most popular types of white wine grapes. Uh, Because of this heat wave coming out, nothing is better on a really hot day than having a nice cold glass of white wine or a cold glass of rosé, for that matter. But... Uh, I was just going over the different types of white wine there are, and there's probably between 20 or 30 different varietals. I was just going over the different types of white wine there are, and there's probably between 20 or 30 different varietals that produce primarily white wine, and they're also very interesting. And we know, naturally, a few of them, of course, first and foremost being Chardonnay. And Chardonnay itself is such a unique grape type and produces such a vast variety of different styles of wine. I mean, it's incredible to me that when you have a glass of Chablis from France, that's the very same grape type as when you're having a glass of Willamette Valley from Oregon, uh, Chardonnay. Uh, you'd swear they were almost two different grapes, but they're not. Chardonnay is just one of the most versatile, uh, that and Sauvignon Blanc are also the most popular white wines in the entire world. And there's a good reason for it. Like I said, the Chardonnay is very bending. It yields to the winemaker and the terroir, the earth, just beautifully. And that's why you have those wonderful, crisp, acidic Chablis from France, and then you have those soft, round, buttery, Oregon uh, Chardonnays, and, and all that lies in between. Chardonnay, of course, is the principal grape type of Burgundy in France. They really only have, uh, for the reds, it's Pinot Noir. For the whites, it's Chardonnay. So anytime you ever have a white Burgundy, you're having a Chardonnay. There is a grape type in Burgundy, which is interesting to try, called Aligoté. And uh, it's very, very little is produced of. The white wine produced in the ball of Burgundy, less than 5 four and a half, five percent is Aligoté. But it's interesting to try sometime uh, as as a white wine unto itself. But Chardonnay really is off the charts. And for years we tried in this country to replicate the Chardonnays of Burgundy and uh, had a hard time doing it. And then that famous Paris tasting in 1976, so long ago, where Chateau Montalina proved to be the best white wine in the mix, and they had even things like Chateau, like Montrachet from Burgundy, which is, many people argue, the finest expression of Burgundy in the world is wine from Le Montrachet. In fact, it's so popular that several villages in Burgundy, Pouligny, uh, Chasson, attach Montrachet to their name to increase uh, the value and to enhance the image of their own wines. But so Chardonnay, everybody knows about, it's familiar. Let's talk a little bit about some of these other grape types that aren't as so popular as Chardonnay is. Uh, And like I said, Chardonnay is so versatile. It makes such a wide variety of different kinds of wines. But uh, primarily, Uh, there's the same characteristics, believe it or not, even though sometimes it's hard to tell what wine it is, are many of the characteristics of Chardonnay. The most popular in this country after Chardonnay is, of course, Sauvignon Blanc. And Sauvignon Blanc is known for producing uh, dry, refreshing white wines. Uh, The traditional home of Sauvignon Blanc is France, Bordeaux, and Bordeaux and the Loire Valley, and I almost said Sancerre, and the reason I say that is I always tell people that Sancerre is Sauvignon Blanc with a college education. Uh, It's entirely 100% Sauvignon Blanc. It comes from the Loire Valley, and it's a wonderful, wonderful wine. If you like Sauvignon Blanc, uh, treat yourself sometime. A bottle of Sancerre, you won't be disappointed. It's incredible, and of course in Bordeaux, it's a, a Sauvignon Blanc is the principal white grape type. It's also enhanced in so uh, in Bordeaux by a, a wine called Semillon, and Semillon is used to make both dry and sweet wines. Uh, for example, Chateau Yquem, uh, it's a legendary sweet wine. Uh, that is, uh, anybody knows anything about wine, Chateau Yaquem is right up there with Chateau Lafitte Rothschild and the red wine Cabernet Sauvignon world. Uh, it's an incredibly delicious, sweet wine, and it is almost 90% Semillon. But Semillon also makes some good, dry, inexpensive wine. In fact, if you ever have a little bottle of, of white bordeaux which i recommend at this time of year they're wonderful wines and such bargain you know you can get a very good white bordeaux for about oh, under 12 dollars a bottle that's for sure and they're delicious they go with so many different dishes i remember once early on having a bottle of chateau gravi Lacoste, which is a white wine from the pessac area also called grav And it just said, this wine cries for lobster, and it did. It was just terrific. So Sauvignon Blanc comes from all over the world. And, of course, where it's the most popular is New Zealand. New Zealand, 80% of the wine produced in New Zealand is Sauvignon Blanc. And it's such a different Sauvignon Blanc than we're used to in this country. It has a a more vegetal-quality From New Zealand than it does if you grow Sauvignon Blanc anyplace else. And Sauvignon Blanc is being rediscovered by winemakers. We had tried a new one called Salt. What a name for a vineyard, Salt. But anyhow, their Salt, Sauvignon Blanc, was absolutely delicious. And I'm constantly amazed at how these different winemakers can uh, leach out of these different grape types. Such a different result and such High quality uh, is hard to imagine. You know, the, the whole wine world has improved by quantum leaps in the time I've been in it. I started in this in uh, late 60s, early 70s, and there was some great wines in the world and a lot of plonk produced. Today, there is a lot of great wine in the world and still some plonk produced, that some at the high end are absolutely unattainable because uh, – People have driven the prices up so high on them. But the quality of wine is just incredible how it has dramatically gone up. I'm Talking about white wines, I remember once being in Arvieto, Italy and I ordered some wine. It was absolutely delicious. And uh, the wine showed up here in Minnesota you know, two months later or something. And it was all matterized, oxidized. Well, it was terrible. I had to send it and I called him up. I said, well, We're going to have to either destroy this or send it back. And he said, I said, It wasn't what I tasted. Well, he said, Well, you tasted it. We hadn't finished yet. They took the wine and put it in glass carboys up on the roof of the winery and let the sun oxidize it and said that's how they liked their wine. Well, that isn't the case anymore today with modern techniques, and that none of it gets oxidized. And it wasn't a question of liking it. It was a question of getting used to it, a crummy way of making wine. The same thing happened on my very first trip to Chile. We, all the white wines we tasted were oxidized. And uh, they said, oh, that's how we like them. Well, now you go to Chile, and every white wine you taste will be absolutely wonderful. None of them are oxidized anymore because they saw the problem and solved it. And that's happened all the way across all the different white wines. And for that matter, red wines, too. So today around the world, they're producing wonderful wines. But we're getting off track here. I was going to talk about these white wines. Uh, Riesling is a wine that's overlooked, in my opinion, unfortunately, because it's an absolutely terrific varietal. And if you're having, say, smoked trout with a nice little horseradish sauce, there's no marriage in the world better than that smoked trout and a glass of Riesling. Or for that matter, smoked pork chop cooked on the grill, you'd want a nice cold Riesling with it. It's wonderful. Riesling is an unusual grape type in it that it's rarely blended. It stands unto itself, and it makes uh, wines that are bone dry, and those are great. And it also makes sweet wines like Trockenbeerenauslese and Auschlaise and things like that, which rival Chateau Yquem, that sweet wine that I mentioned a moment ago from Bordeaux. Then, of course, there's Pinot Grigio, or Pinot Gris, depending where in the world it is. It, it's a, a wonderful, different kind of wine. I think the Pinot Grigio, I've always said, is a great wine for reception uh, before you're going to have other wines. It's a good wine to get people used to having a glass of wine for the nice aperitif, and then you can follow it with greater wines. It, it fills a wonderful niche. Uh, In uh, France, they have a Pinot Gris that comes from Alsace. And, of course, some Pinot Gris from Oregon. But Pinot Gris and Pinot Grigio are the same type. And uh, just a wonderful wine for everyday drinking and also a great wine for cocktails as an aperitif. And then Semillon, which we talked a little bit about. Semillon is blended in Bordeaux with Sauvignon Blanc to produce white Bordeaux. It's also used uh, in a higher percentage when they're making sweet wines like Sauternes or Barsac. Uh Also in Alsace, which I mentioned, they make a grape uh, called Gewürztraminer, and they make wine out of that, and it's a very aromatic wine. It just is a terrific wine to have with any kind of Pan-Asian cuisine. Uh, just absolutely terrific. And then one of my favorites from the Rhone Valley is Viognier. This is a grape variety that is primarily from California and Australia, and uh, but Viognier can be just wonderful. We just got in some uh, uh, Viognier from one of our friends, Paul Moss, who makes uh, a bunch of it, and it's reasonable. And it is a terrific wine. In fact, the smallest Appellation in Bordeaux uh, is 100% Viognier, And it's a really uh, different wine. It's got a soft, lush characteristic and makes a nice change from other white wines that you'd have. Another big one to think about, of course, is Chenin Blanc. Chenin Blanc is associated mainly with the Loire Valley of France. Uh, most of you know that on Thanksgiving – I like to recommend Vouvray, which is 100% Chenin Blanc, from the Loire Valley, and also from Anjou uh, in the Loire Valley, Chenin Blanc. The other country that produces a lot of uh, Chenin Blanc, as a matter of fact, now has surpassed the Loire Valley in France, is South Africa, and they kind of put that forth as their principal white wine type from South Africa is Chenin Blanc. And it really is a wonderful wine, particularly, like I said, with holiday turkey or smoked turkey at this time of year. A Chenin Blanc served ice cold would be a delight. Gunner Veltner was a hard wine for me to get used to. I remember going, it primarily comes from Austria. And Gunner uh we went there for New Year's Eve, and my wife just likes light wine. And she had a glass said, well, what is this? Well, after three days of it, <clears throat> she began to be a big fan of Gellner Velner. Another popular wine, that comes from uh, our friends in the south in Argentina, Torrente. Uh, it's a wonderful wine, and let's not forget Prosecco. Galera is the grape type. In fact, it was renamed about 10 years ago. It used to be called the Prosecco grape. Now it's Galera. It's a wonderful wine. And Prosecco, you know, as frisante. It's not champagne. It has little buzzles, uh, spritz to it. But then there's other things like Gavi, Vermentino, etc., cetera, et cetera. There's at least 30 very popular white wines around the world. And it would be fun to try them, any of them, uh, to fight the heat in this upcoming week. And, of course, don't miss Haskell's sale within a sale. We're having our big, huge summer sale right at the moment, and we have a sale within it. Today, you get 22% off anything that's not on sale. Any wine that is not on sale, we will take 22% off, and tomorrow, 23% off, and that's the end of that. But those are big discounts at the moment. And let's not forget, uh, we also have a 6 for 60 that is in honor of the Premier of Barbie, it's all pink. And it, they have a pink Prosecco, a couple of Provences, an uh, Italian midi wine, an organic, all six rosés. Again, perfect for the hot weather. And you can get them for 60 bucks at any of the Haskell stores. Uh, just ask for a, uh, six for $60, 10 perils, six for 60 and you'll get six rosés for 60 bucks a delicious bargain to boot, and a good way to fight off the hot weather. Oh, fantastic, Jack. And to tell us about the locations where we can find that. Where you can find the 6 for 60 and all these wonderful white wines I mentioned is Haskell's. Don't forget Haskell's. Loves to talk about wine. They love to pair wine with food, and by gosh, they're pretty good at that. You can save big, big dollars. Don't forget today, just imagine your own sale, 22% off whatever you want in the wine Category that isn't on sale. There's the Haskells in Bloomington, Excelsior, down in Faribault, Maple Grove Supercellar. There's the Haskells in downtown Minneapolis where we have free parking today and tomorrow. There's the Haskells at Ridgedale, Plymouth, St. Paul's Island Village, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. And if you can't come into Haskell, go to Haskells.com. And don't forget, we do deliver. Fantastic, Jack. Let's uh, meet again next week. To Haskell's. Go to Haskells.com. And don't forget, we do deliver. Fantastic, Jack. Let's uh, meet again next week.